0: You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good afternoon, folks. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And if you don't know already, I've created one of the best real estate courses uh, on how to learn your market, how to do good or great deals. Thousand students now, very proud of that. But something I'm looking to do right now, actively building, is I'm adding another section to the course. It is going to be around raising private money or raising private capital. Just like the rest of the course, I'm going to be talking about what I have done. And one of those things is going to be how I raised capital back in 2010 and how I raised capital in 2018 and 19. Both times raised seven figures. Uh, I definitely do it the same way every time. And the reason I bring this up is I'm going to add it to the course. You're, if you already are a student, you've already paid your 199 you will not have to pay anything else. I'm going to make it drop January 1st is my goal. But if you don't sign up for the course, you will likely have to pay more. Uh, I am creating so much content for this additional section. There is a very good chance that I will raise the price from 200 to either 250 or perhaps even 300 Because I'm still building it and I still have about 30 days to put it all together. That said, the reason I'm building the course is this presentation. Uh, Somebody reached out to me in the last 48 hours and tried to borrow money. They tried to borrow money from me. They tried to give me a pitch on private money. And frankly, I just want to show you how not to do it. I think this approach is just not how I would have done it. Uh, Maybe it works. Uh, If you do this, great, and it works. Uh, This is not how I would do it. It's not how I will teach it. Uh, I'm going to go through exactly what was sent to me. And it just makes me convinced that I have to add this section to the course. I believe there is a right way to raise private money and a wrong way. So in this video, I'm going to show you the wrong way. And again, if you want to start learning your market, I suggest buying the course now. That way you can start working for the next 30 days. And when I publish the private money course, you'll get it for free. So let's get started. So again, this is going to be called how not to raise private money. Yeah, this, uh, and again, just so we're clear, um, a friend of mine. So somebody I would call a friend, somebody who's been on this channel, somebody who I am looking to put at the hub in Fresno, if I'm lucky enough for him to say yes, he is the one that sent me this. Um, And again, I'm not going to use his name in the presentation, but again, it's somebody I know. And this is not how I would have done it. Okay. So this is how not to raise private capital. So again, we're going to review a deal that was sent to me. We're going to keep the individual's name out of it because it's not about him. It's about the process. I see this at least monthly. Monthly, I get people reaching out to me saying, hey, can I borrow 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, $100,000? And I think there's a right way and a wrong way. Um, I'm gonna share with you exactly kind of how I broke it down. I put together a a spreadsheet or a, a PowerPoint to kind of walk you through what I saw and the questions that I raised. So this is the exact email I got. Hey Mike, attached you can take a look at a deal analyzer for a subject property that will be used as an Airbnb. As you can see, the investment opportunity is basically 17 grand. It covers furnishing, deposit, amenities, startup. Below is a breakdown. Uh, so again, it's an unsecured loan. Call it 17 grand. He's offering 10% interest, uh, origination fee of 1% and a term of six months. He has the payment there. Uh, and then it says with the full principal invested due with the last interest payment only on month six. So a couple of things there. Uh, He's got 10% interest. That's a yearly rate. That's not six months, kind of misleading. It should be, I don't know, $841, not $1,600. Uh, And then it goes on to say, my plan is to pay off the initial investment sooner. If that was to take place, all remaining interest-only payments will be due at the same time. Uh, Let me also know, let me know if you have any questions or concerns. Obviously, time will be of the essence. So, you know, reading this, Again, I haven't looked at the spreadsheet yet. We'll do that together next. But I got this email and I'm like, hmm, didn't know this person was looking at Airbnb. This feels like an Airbnb arbitrage. It doesn't say that, but I think it is based on what I see here. And basically what an Airbnb arbitrage is, and again, I'm guessing at this point is, hey, this individual is going to sign a lease for a house. He is then going to sublease it basically on Airbnb for daily rates. That means he needs to furnish it, hence the, I don't know, 16 grand or whatever. Um, But there's so many questions here. First, looks like he's trying to borrow 100%. So he has no skin in the game. Second, it's an unsecured loan. So if he defaults, I get nothing. Third, he talks about paying the principal off early, but I don't know how. Where's this money gonna come from? And again, he's got no skin in the game. I don't get it. And again, lots of people do this. The whole idea of doing private money and 100% capital sounds good, but as somebody who's being asked to loan money, I don't really think that's—it's not a great way to do it until you have a track record. So let's go. Let's keep going. So again, this is the deal analyzer. So first and foremost, now the spreadsheet says he's asking for seventeen thousand five hundred seventy-five. Remember the email? It said, "What did it say in the email?" Sixteen eight twenty-five, and now he's asking for seventeen five seventy-five. That might sound like a little thing, but you're asking about money here, and it's not your money, and your numbers don't tie together. Um, so I, that should not happen. If you're this loose this early, what else is going to happen? Second, looks like I'm being asked to fund 100% of the deal. Why no skin in the game? If you have no money, what makes you think you can ha- handle any hiccups? You're going to come back and ask for more money? You're not even putting a thousand or two or 3 or 4,000 of your own dollars into the deal. Why is why is it all my skin and none of yours? Unsecured, really? You don't have anything else that we could tie it to? A car? some fancy, I don't know, equipment of some kind. Unsecured, that is, uh, why don't you get a credit card? I mean, heck, go go, go apply to get a credit card and do it that way. And then you talk about paying it off in six months, but you don't tell me how. I can't see profit. You're paying it off in the profit of this house. It won't happen. How are you going to pay me back? Make me feel comfortable. And why the heck would you pay it off early? I mean, I don't get it. And then you signed a lease before securing at least a soft commitment. You're screaming desperation. You signed a deal, you're on the hook, and now you're asking for money. That is the wrong order. And again, this feels like an Airbnb arbitrage and it feels like your first one. Ask somebody who you're asking 20 grand for, you're not making me feel very comfortable, but let's keep going. Next, here's the costs. And again, these costs are before loan payments. So it looks like they signed a lease for 825. They're estimating $100 utilities, $50 Wi-Fi, $60 landscape, pest control, gas and electric, and then estimated monthly cleaning fees. Uh, Are there other costs? Insurance? Do you have a reserve for breakage or whatever it's called? Things that break or get fixed. Maintenance. There's no maintenance calls in here. Listing fees. You don't have, if you post it on Airbnb, don't they get a cut? It doesn't feel like all the costs are here. And the loan is not here, right? You're asking for 20 grand roughly. Where's the loan payment? You're just, it doesn't feel like The costs are all there. Then you go on to tell me about the revenue side. You put $160 for the unit, nightly rate. Then you do 26 days. That's a pretty high percentage of a month. That's four vacancies a month, really? I don't believe that. Four or five days vacant a month? Where make me feel good about that. Also, how do I know 160 a night is good? You've not educated me that you've know your numbers. For all I know, you're making that up. You need if you're asking for people's money, where does the 160 come from? And the 26 days, you're only gonna have four vacancies a month, really? Then you go on to talk about gross profits of $5,336. Sorry, that is a bold face inaccuracy. That might be considered gross bookings, but it's not profit. You're using the wrong word. And again, this is, as somebody you're looking to borrow money from, this shows me that you don't know what profit is. That is not profit. That is absolutely 100% not profit. I, that's, I can't fathom that. That's not profit. And then you go on to give me an estimated yearly ROI of 140%. Sorry, that's inaccurate also. It's not profit. That number is just inaccurate. Uh, again, you're assuming 169, 160 a night by my math. You need to book 19 nights just to cover your costs. Those are your cost of $3,000. Then you need two more nights to pay for my loan. So now you're at 21 nights before you make a profit. And again, this assumes 160. This assumes cleaning fees. This assumes an extra 400 from guests. I don't know what the heck that is. There's a whole lot of assumptions in here where you basically need to do, I don't know, 21, 22 nights just to break even. So I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. This doesn't feel like a good deal to me. So in the end, I just want to let you know how not to do it. Again, coming to someone to borrow money after you've signed a lease and giving them numbers that don't tie together screams risk. No, no, realize that I have never lent money. So, my, you know, there are people that lend private money all the time. So, maybe they would look at this differently. I've never lent private money. I'd consider it, but not on a deal like this that screams risk. I don't know how he's going to pay back. I don't, he doesn't have any skin in the game. Uh, that's one thing that you will see in my course when I add this section is you, in the beginning, you've got to put skin in the game. Uh, You didn't lay the foundation with me. You didn't educate me that, hey, I'm going to be researching Airbnb arbitrage and I'm going to document three, four, five things so you get comfortable with the numbers and ask questions and all of that. You need to prime your investors with what's coming. They need to be educated, 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 and then bring them a deal to consider. Don't send them an email, then a text, say, give me 20 grand. Not how I would do it. Uh, you didn't educate me beforehand, and then you just reached your hand out and asked. Again, not how I would do it. Again, signing a lease of 1825 before you have commitments, not okay. Um, I have no idea how you're going to pay back. You've sent me this pretty story, and it's a nice song, but nice songs end. Sunlight turns to, to rain. What happens if it goes bad? How am I going to get my money? I have an unsecured loan. It's not tied to anything. You have zero skin in the game. It's only my money. And I was not educated on the daily rate. You picked 160. For all I know, that's a bold ass guess. You needn't document why 160 is okay, or 160, for heaven's sake, is conservative. I think there could be some costs missing insurance, reserves, breakage. The deal gets skinnier and skinnier. And again, You sent me an email and time is of the essence and you haven't educated me. I don't know your track record. I don't see any reason to say yes. The first rule of thumb with being a private money investor is don't lose capital. It's not get paid 10%. You could lose a lot of money doing unsecured deals with first timers. Again, what I'm going to be adding to my course is a section about how I did it. I've never asked for a dime. I simply document what I'm doing, tell the good and the bad. Then after you do it four, five, six, seven times, people start coming to you. Hey, I want to be a part of this. I like what you're doing. For example, this individual could have created three to 10 videos on Airbnb arbitrage, why they're doing it, why they're looking at it, why it's sexy, done some uh, calculations on upfront deals that they could have done. And I could have gone through them and reviewed them and seen how it worked out. We could have had a conversation and really made me feel comfortable. He should have added material about why the 160 is a good rate. And then what about the cost? They seem to be missing. And most importantly, $5,000 in bookings is not $5,000 in profit. That is, That right there You don't know what's going on and why would I give you my money? That is just the big red flag in my opinion. So how to do it right. Communicate your desires to secure property early. What did I do in 2010? I wrote a blog called wealthbuildingpro.com. It no longer exists. I wish it did. I would write an article about all the deals before, after, estimates, actuals, document, document, document. I would give each house A pretty name, the gumball house. Um, I don't remember the the pitched roof. I mean, they were just really creative names. And I'd take pictures and put them on the blog. And it it went from one to two to 10 to 20 to 30 houses where you can just walk through the blog so you could see what I was doing. 2018, no longer had the wealthbuildingpro.com. I did YouTube videos so people could walk through and see what I did before, after, weekly updates, all of that. So document your experience, document the fact that you're learning early and you have a desire to secure private money and it will come. You must document what you're learning, put it somewhere. You know, Create a library of Airbnb arbitrage. And then when you're ready, you'll be surprised who's, who's there for you. On your first deals, you need to give bigger incentives to your investors. If you wanna do a 10% only eventually, you should probably give 15 to 18% on your first deal. Especially if you have zero skin in the game. I mean, that is just, yeah. I don't do deals where I don't have skin in the game. I want, I want, I feel it's my moral duty to put some of my money in every deal. I want to lose money first. I would never go do a 100% finance deal. That's just my opinion. You need to find a way to make it clear how the loan gets paid back, especially if it's unsecure. Again, singing a song about paying it off early, but if you don't close with how, it's a song that's incomplete. It sounds nothing. You're whispering sweet nothings in my ear, but I don't know how you're going to do it. You got to remember your first couple of private money deals have to be successful or your reputation is toast. You got to take care of them. You got to communicate early, often, always. I think you can call your shot after you've done three to five deals. You can lower the interest rate, you can be more selective about who your private investors are. In the end, in order to raise private money, you need to communicate early early, 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 not after you signed a lease. You need to document what you're doing and you're trying to do and what you're learning along the way. If you're gonna be doing Airbnb arbitrage, document it, talk about it, be the expert, show possibilities, then people will trust. And then make sure those first couple of deals are a success. This is all the stuff I'm adding to the course, giving my real life examples. Again, I think there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. That's my opinion. Uh, again, uh, this is just an example that came to me. Uh, I mean, no disrespect. Right? Again, a friend of mine sent me this, um, kept his name out of it on purpose. But again, I get, I get stuff like this almost weekly now. And private money is sexy, but most of you are doing it wrong. You're not realizing the person with the money they're probably pretty conservative. They've gotta understand what you're doing. They gotta know that you're an expert, that, you, that you're gonna treat their money great. And I like to know that you have some darn skin in the game. It really annoys me uh, that the other, and you know the person doing the work doesn't have a single penny in the game. So that's just me. Hope that makes sense. Again, this is my opinion. Use it, don't use it, take care. Uh, How to Raise Private Money Correctly is going to be in my course by January 1st. If you want to get it cheaply, you need to buy the course today for $199. Else, it could go up January 1st. Thanks, everybody. Take care.